All right, welcome back to another episode of the Captainese Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Shawnee zero nine five. I'm Danby TV. I'm Psychometry. And today we're going to be discussing the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. I don't know if anyone of y'all have seen it. I know us three here, we watched it, and we may have some hot takes. It may be like, all right, with it, but I suppose let's go ahead and get right into it. So first thing on the list from that they have on their site is the best character design now the winner was toilet bound hanako kun but i personally did never watch that any of y'all nope i never even <laughs> I heard don't of have anything to say on that one i had like, heard of it yeah i've heard of it i've just i've never seen it i never got around to watching it from like the previews that they showed it looked like a little cutesy anime yeah and i mean it's supposed to be like about a haunted toilet or something like that like I don't even know. But it's supposed to be heavily comedy focused. Sounds like it's right up my alley, so I might have to check it out. Cause I mean, it was uh nominated for quite a bit of things, so it's caught my eye. And the character designs on them is actually it's really interesting because like the main character almost kinda of reminds me of like a chibi version of Jodro from JoJo's. Looks like a train conductor. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> but everyone's like, Alfred's Wait, maybe so Jotaro was a train conductor. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, like, the runner ups were like, Keep Your Hands Off of uh, Azokin, uh, Great Pretender, BNA, Tower God, and the new Inyasha. Now, the only ones of those I've watched is literally all of them except for the Inyasha. And. I don't know. I thought BNA was pretty good, and Great Pretender had some great design as well. Tower God, the animation was a little strange on how they like created their characters and everything, but it was it wasn't bad. I would say the creatures that they created for Tower God were good, but the character designs wouldn't. I wouldn't say they'd be up for nomination. They they look they look pretty. Uh. Like like what they wear, it seems like something you could pull off of like a regular place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Great Pretender, it was very. I mean, they had a lot of char- like designs actually for their characters. It wasn't just like the single one outfit the entire show. I mean, and the animation was just pretty spot on. I thought it was really good. I'm actually so more surprised by what was that one? Yeah, uh, Ranman or Ranpanman, the one with the racing. <sighs> Oh yes, and, and the action that they didn't get any nominations for. They had a lot yeah. of great, interesting designs. I'm surprised they that only not had on for a nomination. few nominations in the entire anime awards, and I'm kind of surprised about that. <laughs> I'm actually like really surprised about that. They were like only nominated like once or twice about the entire thing. That's when I meant to go finish, but they actually got stopped during COVID, so I never finished that one, and I just I never just went back and watched it. But eh, Azekin was pretty cool. I mean, it had its like 
quirkiness to it and it was really cool because it like took you through the field of animation and that was really cool seeing that i don't know if you ever checked that one out but it's like literally about some girls in school who are actually like working on making animations and I, guess I, have into, some like, the I have design. some contention with Izukun being on that list as well for best character design, because it they're would plain. Their art design was very good. It was very yes. unique, but that doesn't mean a character design is incredibly unique. No, because all of them they're they're wearing the school uniforms. Yeah. One of them has a hat. Whoop do fucking do? That's not character design. They're just all in the same outfit. So, yeah, I totally agree with that, but I don't see why they're on the best character design list, but it was a cool anime. I wouldn't say best character design. And Terra God had all the different, like, monsters and stuff, so... Sure. And then Inuyasha's Inuyasha. I don't know, I haven't watched it. I don't care to watch it. B and A, uh, Brand New Animals, that's supposed to be the one with the council, right? The council? That whole godly council that creates animals or something? No. Is that not? I'm That's a, a newer anime. Know. Yeah, oh, okay. this is um, uh, basically like human animal people type of thing. It's It was pretty dope. It's a Netflix one. Well, yeah, I could see why that one would get a nomination. Yeah. BNA was epic. The uh, animation on it was very uh, almost like kill a kill, but a bit more playful. My guess is if uh, whenever I get to Toilet Bound Hanukkah-kun, I'd probably agree with this uh, choice for best character design. I I just wish they'd considered a broader scope for uh, nominations, because we've seen a lot of great character designs that didn't make it on this list this year. Yes, definitely. And by the way, Sathu, you are absolutely correct. Everything you've said so far, to be honest. All right, so are you ready to go into the next one? Yeah, we're good for that. Yep. All right, so for best animation, I'm kind of surprised about it, but at the same time not, because, I mean, it was really cool. Like I mentioned a minute ago, Keep Your Hands Off uh, Azukin. It had the whole, like, creating an animation type of feel to it. And the... I can't say like the sound because it's not talking about the sound, it's just talking about the animation. But just the feel it kept on like putting into it whenever they were being their playful, whimsical minds, their imagination just running. It was cool seeing that. Um, so I'm kind of okay with this, but they do have B Stars as runner up. They do have uh, Ron Min as one of them, the Opera. Uh, got a high school, great pretender, and Princess Connect. Princess Connect, I don't really see on having best animation. It was funny, but I wouldn't give it best animation. Great pretender, that was a great story and really cool like scenes throughout it. So I can see that one being on the runner up and possibly almost winning it. Um, Beastars was was really cool actually. I did enjoy it. I don't know if you have you checked that one out, Beastars. No. That's, you didn't want to check not out the furry. On my radar. You didn't want to check out the furry stuff? Nah. Damn. 
<laughs> I don't it know. It is what it is. I know there's they use the the whole animal kingdom type deal to sort of go with uh, an analogy for, you know, actual human civilization and society and mm-hmm. structures and all that. But uh, <laughs> as shallow as it is, I, I suppose I just can't get behind the the design and its target audience. Yeah. I've, I've been told by some people that they enjoyed and I say, hey, all the more power to them. But it's not going to be one that's on my list. For sure, if gotcha. it's something that we choose to review, then yes, by all means, I will watch it. But it's not something that I'd leisurely watch. Fair. Uh, and yeah, no, God of High School, it was great for like the fight scene and the choreography throughout that. But everything else about it was very kind of lacking. The only good animation it had throughout it was the fights and all like the the moves throughout it. Beastars is like Zootopia with more nuance and thought put into it. No? Yeah. Other than that, I really don't have anything else to say about it, but like, Hazelkin, like I said, it's just the imagination running through the creation of their animations that they make throughout the show. It's really cool, and I think this one's kind of deserved because I've never seen anyone go to that type of storytelling in an anime yet. And it turned out really well for him. So, by all means, good for them. Now, Dan, let's talk about what we watched at PAX. Yeah. Um, Who won best fight scene? Come on. So, best fight scene went to My Hero Academia Season 4, which, honestly, out of, like, a lot of the... Like, I don't know, battle shonens and other battle type of shows I've seen. Honestly, nothing's really. None of the other fights have been as good as the. Uh, Overhaul versus Deku. Yeah, Overhaul versus Deku, 100%. So. Uh, honestly, I don't have much to say about that because, I mean, it's a really good fight. There's Dude, that nothing... show was so hype. Yeah. That show was so hype. Like, Hell yeah. I don't know if you watch that one, Psycho, but. Oh. Nah, I still have to catch up to it. Bro, when you catch up to that, like, I want to know, like, the level of hype you, like, build throughout it. Oh, I want to I wanna see it for myself and have an opinion, too, because it surprises me in a year of great shonen battle anime that my hero still comes out on top for best fight scene. I think it shows that Studio Bones are still not to be underestimated in the anime scene. Yep. Plus, I do agree and... with the... Uh best uh oh at least for this anime like the best english uh voice actor performance playing uh hawks yeah the new character yeah honestly like really good i was not expecting that voice actor to honestly pull something off that great yeah and remember that's also for the english voice actor so like yeah i've never heard him prior to that because i stick typically to uh subs but Anyways, throw the runner up, runners up from the fight scenes. There's Jujutsu Kaisen, and I understand why this fight is the one they picked for it because it's still at the early point or the late point of the year when they did this fight. It's literally like episode one or two. It's Gojo versus uh, Sakuna or Sadro, and I was kind of 
disappointed they picked that fight, but I understand, like I said, it, that was because it was at the end of December or so, or November, and there wasn't a whole lot for them to choose from. But they have two from Gata High School. And the Mori versus Daiwei, that fight was eh. It was cool because the animation, but eh. There was no, like, real threat in the fight. It was the Jin Mori, like, awakening into, like, the Son Goku mode versus uh, Gaijil or Gaijay. That one was pretty cool. And then there's the Sword Art Alicization fight, and then <laughs> Akudama As a Driver. Side note, congratulations to Sword Art Online for making it in the running. For making it as the runner-up. Congrats. Mayor. That, <laughs> that fight was definitely not like no gonna win like uh, it was not oh, that 100%, great no it is no. not they should have picked a better fight that was not a good I, fight they could have definitely dude any like that fight like was i'm so... sorry they they should have picked if they wanted to pick a fight they should have at least picked like asana versus the dude from the uh death 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 coffin or whatever it would have been so much laughing better. coffin it would have been, been a better pick better. because i don't I think I, they based it off just the pure sakiga yeah and then if they didn't pick that one, they literally just could have picked the last fight with Kirito going like God mode, basically. That was a, a mean, lot better. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be fair, we're not picking these fights by, based on how they're well, how well they're written, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, obviously no. So, like, I don't know what they consider when it goes to like best fight scene. Like the, it's kind of hard to like tell what they think makes a good fight like the best fight scene yeah definitely probably judge it with animation at the forefront followed by things like sound design uh and then i think third is like narrative purpose i feel like intensity and like i don't know like emotion like emotion has like a thing to do with it because i mean with my hair there was a lot of emotion put into it the animation was great and yeah like there's a part that like Honestly, like I think you said this, Sean. Like, like I don't think you actually did, but I mean, like when he's talking to uh, what's the little girl's name again? Um, Erina, I think. No, the little girl that Deku. Isn't that? <sighs> no, no, no. Um, fuck. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of her name. Yeah, but the Airy, it's Airy. Okay. Airy. But you know how he says, like, oh, your quirk isn't a bird and it's, like, a miracle or something, like, right before that? And yes. he just hops off into a fucking, like, basically goes Super Saiyan? Fucking... Yes. That brings a lot ah. of emotion to it. And But, I don't know, wasn't there, like, some good fights from, like, Black Clover from this past year? And I don't, not from this past year, because there hasn't in a whole lot. Did we not have the devil fight at the beginning of this year, or was that at the end of last year? I think that was at the end of last year. Ah, damn. Which means we had, like, the best OP from Black Clover at the end of last year, too. Damn it. Yeah. I honestly think that would have, like, definitely ran for best uh, OP. Well. Well. Alright. Best couple. Oh, uh, all right. See, 
I was being civil up to this point because I was like, all right, I haven't seen this or that. I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but no, I, I got to rip this one to shreds, all right? Go for it. Because we are playing loose with the rules on what a couple means, apparently, right now, Crunchyroll. First off, uh, I mean, congrats to Nasa and Tsukasa. Their romance truly was the purest thing to grace yes, our no, this year. I really enjoyed it. It was cute. It was a good, like, funny anime, and it was, like I said, it was cute. And I love the OP, but side note, go ahead. That said, I'm pretty certain you only had to contend with B-Stars, Tonikawa, since by definition, the remaining competition aren't actually together yet. Yep. Crunchyroll, if you're going to continue this, I feel you need to change the category name to Couple Dynamic because A, if the pairings you put up are canonical, then you're technically spoiling how the anime is going to end before it has ended. You haven't quite done that here since I'm pretty sure all these listed are like, you know, all the obvious choices. But I'm saying if you try this shit with quintuplets, people are going to raise their pitchforks. <laughs> B, like I said earlier, four out of six of the picks aren't actually couples yet. Kaga and Mi- Kaguya and Miyuki aren't together yet. Inspectors is heavily one-sided since Kiro and yes. you know, adamantly refuses to acknowledge Kotoko yes. <laughs> as a significant other and has and was still pining for his ex until the end of the season. Villainous still hasn't decided on a final pairing in its no. source material. And she, they're trying to pair Katarina with her, basically, the in-game, like, counterpart. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we all have our picks. I personally like the whole best friend thing that they had going on with yeah. the reincarnation of her best friend. But that's not but a we'll, couple. They were we can friends. get into that when we discuss that actual anime. Uh, Kazuya is literally paying <laughs> okay you know what control i take that back you technically get for three out of six since rent a girlfriends would technically be a couple by you know contract (laughs) literally but you're not putting couples on this list you're just putting couple dynamics you know ships things that Mm -hmm. haven't happened yet or if they have happened you're spoiling everybody who hasn't seen the source material all right, rest my peace. Rest my case. That's no, that's what I had I to say. I totally about that agree. One. I totally agree. But yeah, other than that, there really wasn't any other good couples this season. I also rest my peace. <laughs> Tony Kyle was so cute, though. Oh yes, uh, dude. I don't care. I watch the opening every single time. Yeah, it, it, it grows on you. That kind of thing where you just, ah, yeah, let, let's watch it. To me, that no. shit was a bop. And, alright, so, best voice actor, Japanese. I totally understand giving it to Subaru from ReZero. I, <laughs> I'm I sorry. He put Man, so much in. <laughs> he put so much, like, emotion into his voice acting. So much like, emotion and know, enthusiasm. I just yes, like ah, oh, it's so good. He does like such a good job with it. Just like 
you feel his pain every single time, like whenever like the character's actually in pain, like God, he is doing such a good job with that. I feel like somebody <laughs> actually beats the shit out of the actor just to get away. <laughs> <laughs> he's a method. He's a method actor. All right, now beat the shit out of me. Are you sure? Listen, beat the shit out of me. Yeah, and I'm no. glad Kobayashi got it. What with the strain on his vocal cords and must be having to imitate oh death for like forty yes. percent of Jesus. his appearances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, hats off to him. I've never seen Wave listen to me, and honestly, I've never heard of it. Um, again, I never watched Holy Bound. Jujutsu Kaisen, I do really like uh, Gojo Satoru character, so I will say. Uh, Nakamura is doing a great job in that role. Uh, Kanamori, I don't remember which one that one is from Izukin, but the girls were adorable and the voice ca- voice actors were good placement for them. But eh, I wouldn't say they're like voice best voices or anything like that. And I never watched Millionaire Detective, so I can't really say much about that. That being said, it's definitely it's apparently something to watch since the whole the whole premise is the detective going around solving things with the power of money. <laughs> I, I want to watch that one. I heard it's pretty funny. <laughs> He's like Batman, but without like beating up people. Who saw anything here? I'll give you a thousand dollars if you tell me. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it was that dude. Bro, that's how you get. Yeah, this is the world's greatest detective. What can I say? Yeah. Now, Dan, as you said earlier, who won that best voice actor in English? Uh, I don't remember the guy's exactly name. Does it tell me? Let me see. Yeah, it does. Zeno but... Robinson, the guy that plays as Hawks, one of the new characters in My Hero. He's uh, I'd recommend you look up his uh. I need to look it up real quick and actually, you know, hear his voice for yourself if you can. But uh, out of all the, Eng- like, the little bit of, like, English dub stuff I've heard, I-, I-, I can agree that he definitely does. I I mean, I can't really tell because I haven't seen a whole lot of new anime this year. But I, I like this guy's voice. He played a good role as the actor. Uh, I have a video right here if you guys want to listen. Yeah, sure. Drop it. I'm pretty happy yeah. that there's a lot of English voice actors that I don't recognize. If you look back to the scene way back when, it was like you'd only had a handful of people who would regularly do dubbing for anime. And now we have all mm-hmm. these names cropping out of nowhere yeah. that I don't know about but are like winning awards. And I'm like, that's great. That's fantastic. I'm glad that we're having so much talent come out for the industry, whereas it didn't exist uh, a decade ago. No, for sure. Yeah. And so real quick, this is going to be for just the live version of the podcast. Where I'm, if I can, I'm going to try to remember to cut this out because it's probably just going to be empty air whenever it's actually live on Spotify and all that. Yeah. But here we go. Don't you just love how they're equipping, like, right in the middle of a battle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the scene they showed during the Anime Awards really gives his voice good, like, good justice. 
Oh, definitely. I couldn't. I, I could not find really enjoyed it. The, I don't have enough feathers to save everyone, so I'll just do the ones that are in the most danger, basically. Yeah. That one. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, I I agree with that. Uh, I actually really did. I, okay, so these are the two that I did watch in English: Great Pretender and Beast Stars. Jonas Scott as Legoshi and Beast Stars. I thought he was a wonderful pick. He played that role so well. And then Aaron Phillips as Laurent. He was great and great pretender, like perfect. So I'm totally glad that they're runner ups because I mean they did a fantastic job. And then I don't know who the voice actor for Echidna is, but I actually really love the voice actor for Echidna in the Japanese. All right. So best girl. Oh boy, here we go. Right. Time to set the internet on fire. Yep, anime community's up in a blaze. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Like <sighs> I need usual. to go watch Kaguya-sama. I need to. I don't know. Do you think Kaguya should have won it or no? All right. I think Sean and I can both agree that I don't care what anyone says. Katarina's best girl in my heart. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> there it is. Like, I'm expecting admittedly... people to be like, Chizuru and all that, but nah, nah. Katarina. <laughs> Katarina. I was like, okay, admittedly as someone who loves Kaguya, so my Kaguma, Kaguya is a close second. But Katarina is just great. <laughs> oh, she's wonderful. I love the whole dynamic. That being said, Katarina winning best protagonist instead makes a lot of sense. Because as a character, she's well-defined and likable enough that she can be considered mm-hmm. a top-tier pick for a favorite in the show. And not so outstanding that she outshines the rest of the cast. Uh, I'm still happy that Kaguya-sama got some light li- limelight, though. Uh, I've still yet to watch the second season, see if the jokes you know, still compare to the first. But Kaguya mm-hmm. has always been a great watch for its absolutely... Uh, absurdity of presenting the mundane so even though Kaguya stole best girl in my opinion the show still deserves the recognition it gets uh, for the record for sure. I don't think Kaguya wouldn't deserve best girl she in herself embodies a lot of the adorable idiotic traits similar to Katarina but it's Katarina being a wholehearted <clears throat> idiot and that takes the win in my opinion as opposed to yes. Kaguya's denial of being dumb that in and of itself creates the comedy resulting from her being dumb Katarina takes being dumb and runs the whole nine yards with it and that's what completes it and I did watch Dora Hidoro and Noi was a well like lovable character type of thing but I wouldn't say best girl Chizuru was I like Chizuru but nah I t- still think Katarina uh, again the girls from Izukin they're pretty forgettable so no and Abigail Jones from Great Pretender she was great I enjoyed her but she was too much of like the Sundere type of character and just like real like against the main character so eh not best girl uh Nikaido should have won which one's Nikaido are we talking about from Kaguya-sama? I don't know the characters from Kaguya-sama. Nikaido? 
Do you know who that is? From Doro Hidoro. Oh. You're yeah, talking about the, the uh, search result. The main girl from Doro Hidoro, correct? I believe. Yes, yes. Yes. I liked her a lot more than Noi, so I don't understand why Noi was the pick from Doro Hidoro. But anyways, whatever. Best boy I am totally down for. It is Haikyuu to the top. Shoyo Hinata. Yes. He is a wonderful, lovable character. Uh, if you want to watch some volleyball, Haikyuu. I honestly thought, just like as a joke, it would just be that like wolf guy from Beastars. You know, <laughs> like as, she? As, best, as best boy. Because, you know, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I it's okay. I I find it no surprise that Shoyo Hinata won this one. A lot of the time Shonen Jump characters take it since their popularity has been established well since mm-hmm. their manga debuts. What I do find funny though is that Anna's Valdigold was in the running. Since it I was know. basically what one punch man was to hero movies. Yes. I mean, if we had a nominee for every character who was a smart ass, albeit a well deserved smart ass the nominee list would be a lot bigger. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm kind of surprised Kun from Tower of Gods is on it. Uh, maybe he's more likable in the um, the manhwa. But he's kind of a dick in the anime. Like, he's that person who's there around the main character, but at the same time he's kind of like, keeping his own little plans to himself and Gojo he's a great character from Jujutsu Kaisen and then there's the main character Kaiman from Dore Doro and Kaiman's fun but I wouldn't say best boy or anything it's like there apparently wasn't a whole lot for them to pick and you're honestly you're absolutely right because I remember who was it it's the one from the bicycle anime the one with the glasses Yawamushi Pedal, I can't remember the main character from that, but he won Best Boy um, during that season. But, anyways, I'm totally done for Hinata winning it because, I mean, he's such a great character. Shin from Dore Doro is pretty pog. Which one is Shin? Uh, that's. Pog, isn't that the Mushroom Boy? No, it's not okay. It's the other dude with uh, Noi. Yeah, he was yeah, pretty I'm, cool. Uh, I'm getting this for a search result. Dude <clears throat> with the heart mask. Alright. And then. Getting a lot best. of images. I gotta try Google instead. Alright. Best director. Keep your hands off of Izukin. That's the one that won. And I never watched Decadence, so I I want to because, I mean, it seems interesting. And honestly, for the directors, I mean, sure, I'd, I'm going to be honest, I don't care about who directed it. I mean, they did good jobs, I'll say. <laughs> but, sorry, I don't really know exactly what they do as far as animations go. 
would it just be technically still the same thing just in like a normal movie or in a normal TV show just figuring out how they're going to lay out the episodes because yep. they're not doing the animation. The, the director is in charge of overseeing the whole process yeah they just basically go back and forth between the uh the artist and all that stuff if the artist wants to participate in it right yes I know Michael we need to fix it um so really I don't unless you have anything to say about the director I don't really have anything to say at all no, no. um all I'd have to say is uh you know probably just Good job to the director of Keep Your Hands Off Azekin, since there was a lot of uh, creative decisions that had to come together for the mm -hmm. anime to be that way it was. So, you know, good right. work to him. Yes. I do not agree with this. Best score. Best score. I'm sorry, I don't remember any of the music from Tower of God. Great Pretender was awesome. B stars was awesome, and I don't remember this music from Tower or God of High School. Yuzukin, I do remember the music from it. I like that, and I'd never watched Japan Sinks, and that's one that's on my list as well. No, I like Doro Hidoro, and B stars was good, and like I said, Great Pretender was good. So, it's a little disappointing about that one because. Like I said, I don't remember shit from Tower of God's scores. I guess from maybe I should What I listened. understand, it had a good atmospheric score. But that that's as far as I know. Yeah. And I guess Gata... No, actually, you know what? Gata High School, I do remember the music. It was very, like, pump-upbeat. Like music which would be very fitting for an anime about fighting people <laughs> yeah so I mean that one was pretty dope actually but man I don't know Tower God I don't think that should have won whatever best opening sequence I didn't care for the claymation of uh, Beastars I skipped the intros because I didn't care for it after that, like being the first time I've seen that, I don't know. I I also just really don't like claymation, but I don't know. The song sounded pretty nice, <laughs> but but I like the song. I just didn't care for the animation of the OP. Yeah, the the animation. No. I liked Easy Breezy a lot more from Izukin. And then Great Pretenders was dope. It was nice, like jazzy. Jujutsu Kaisen, I love their opening. I love their ending. They're great from season one. I don't know Kaguya-sama, and Haikyuu had a great opening as well. Yes, and Dora Doro had dope OP and ED, but it didn't get nominated for the opening sequence. And I only like have I said, to I mean, say that I'm sad Masayuki Suzuki didn't win. Daddy Daddy Do uh Daddy Daddy Do is hella catchy. And the music yeah. video for the song is just as stylish. It's a great watch. Uh as for the actual uh opening, it, there's a lot of subtle detail and care put into the opening. So 
it was one of those OPs where if like you were really watching, you'd notice uh, little details that would line up. But I don't know. So I mean, I'm, I'm glad at least I got a nomination. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that, like a lot of these are still getting nominations, but eh, I feel like some of them should have been a little higher on the list. Because, like I said, I mean, I loved Easy Breezy, and Jujutsu Kaisen's first season was dope. The OPs, but whatever, it's okay. They won the ending, though. They won Lost in Paradise for the ending sequence, which the animation was really strange on it, but it was upbeat. And like, dancey, I guess. I don't know what is how I would say that. But it was cool. Great Pretender with the Freddie Mercury Great Pretender song was awesome. And then BNA had Night Running, which was dope. And your Inspector Last Dance. That's on the running up. And then No Name from Doro Hidoro. And then again, Millionaire Detective, I haven't seen it, but their ending is on the list. I haven't watched Jujutsu Kaisen, but I heard the ED was praised for its minimalistic markers on paper look. So I'll, you know, yes. I'll say congratulations. It looked good. Uh, as for my grievances, uh, though I am sad he didn't win. Mamoru Miyano's Last Dance was in the running, and I completely forgot Inspector was a 2020 anime. Uh, it's nice to see that it got some attention, though, because uh, I did enjoy Miyano's take on ballroom jazz. Yeah, no, it was really cool. Can't say the actual... Uh, uh, ED. The actual ED itself was too memorable. It was very... It it was just the song stylistic really shots of of the two main leads, so I, I can see why it wouldn't have won. It was it wasn't anything particularly special. It was just Mamoru Miyano's song carrying it really. Hmm. Well, Dan, what won Best Fantasy? I know you like this one. Uh, ReZero, uh, Starting Life in Another World Season Two won Best Fantasy. And uh, I don't I, and I don't think I've seen a whole lot of like twenty twenty like anime that was fantasy based, but I like how this one wasn't like video game based. You know what I mean? But there's a couple that are like video game based, and this this one's the ones like, on the list aren't video game based. Well, other than Dragon Quest, I'm sorry, that's the one. Uh, well, I mean, I've also like seen the other one so like, i can't tell I, I i don't know if those are were, would be better in my opinion i would still have to give them a watch but i like the uh i like the type of fantasy they went for yeah no for sure um well the runners up dragon quest decadence ascendance of a bookworm part two dora Hedoro, and tower god um I really enjoyed Bookworm, Dora Hedoro, Targod's alright, but for what we got from this past year, I see why he's on the list. I didn't watch Dragon Quest, and I haven't seen Decadence, I want to. I don't really care to watch Dragon Quest, to be honest. 
Uh, I mean, uh, high school turns into culmination of a bunch of cultures and mythologies. I don't know how far the anime got though. Uh, it the anime for twenty twenty it stopped after the Gajil and Jinmori fight. I the heard Jinmori Son Goku fight. Oh, dude! Apparently, like the all the Manwa animes just completely get shafted. Like apparently, so like Tower of God, they, people are like, upset with it. And same for God of High School. All right. Anyone suspect sabotage? <laughs> <laughs> Best comedy. I'm just saying, man. A lot of people were predicting, you know, if you know, uh, Tower of God, you know, God of High School, and what was it? You know, all these ones were good. Then that we were going to see a trend of all these other manhwa, uh, of all these manhwas, of all these webtoons getting anime releases and a lot of people were really excited for that so well i heard that apparently solo leveling might be getting one i don't know if you've uh read any about solo leveling oh yeah i, I loved solo leveling i read it all the way till uh, you're caught up oh uh, yeah i was caught up yeah so i mean apparently that's going to be getting a, an anime and i'm down for that because it's cool but there's but a it's still once again stuff. a matter of whether it's going to be good because if it ends up yep. good, then the attention and focus of investors and shareholders in the anime scene are going to shift towards wanting adaptations of these works. And, well, the question you know, is though: is who's to say whether rush it, or not. it is in the best interest of people who make anime originals who only want to do manga adaptations? Who's to say? Yeah. I mean, my my biggest concern if they try to do uh, solo leveling is if they try to rush it. Because I mean, like, it's over a hundred something chapters in. I feel I think last I checked, and he finally got back to the double dungeon. If they try to put all that stuff into it, there's no way in hell. Yeah, or it needs to be crafted with care. Because yes, because there is a lot that went or, into the webtoon. Even if they get to the ant island in season one, I don't think that should be right. They should not get there either. But I think my main worries is trying to convey the the emotion that was really packed into the artist's style that he did with solo leveling. I'm worried that it won't come across properly in an animation format. 100%. 100%. Alright, so best comedy. Kaguya-sama. I'm sorry, I loved Villainous. I thought it was some funny stuff. Well, I didn't really see Demon King Academy as a comedy. I just saw it as like a OP character type of thing. Yeah, I definitely have... agree with that, but I also put that same point about how I don't see it as a comedy with villainous because uh, you know that being said we, we've been kind of having a dry spell with comedy in 2020 since you know they had to put misfit and villainous in the running and I say that because neither show ever got me to like laugh out loud by all means they were amusing but yeah it isn't the kind of writing meant for laughter. Villainous leaned hard into being cute and romantic and 
Misfit leaned hard into being cool, so neither are good fit for being contenders for comedy. You know, feel free to disagree with me, since humor is subjective, but I also base this point on intent. Villainous and Misfit use comedy as a means to fill in-between moments or break up serious ones, whereas Kaguya actively sets up punchlines and intends to be comedic, basing its conflicts around creating comedy, hence why it's appropriate to label Kaguya-sama as a comedy but not Misfit and Villainous, since those Fair. two would consider comedy to be their subcategory. Kind of like how they have the, uh, the male character... Like trying to learn how to play volleyball and he can't hit the ball for shit. Yeah, yeah. that 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 was a scenario that they'd created to be played for laughs. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And I mean, there's a couple like I don't see Sleepy Princess. That's just like a. They're. I was trying to really push the comedy too much, and I didn't care for it. But I don't know. And I never watched Kagushi, Kagushi Goto, so I don't know what that one is, but whatever. Now, best drama. Did uh, you Kagushi watch Kagushi Goto? It's about a, it's about a, about a manga who's trying to hide what he does from his daughter or something. I heard it's pretty funny. There were a lot of worries okay. that it was going to go, like, depressing or something, though. So. Who's to say? Those are definitely all these then. on this list that we got to watch and make our own judgments later on. For sure. For sure. Alright, it's on Funimation, apparently, so, hey. Dear God. What? I mean, hey, Adblock seems to get around their whole ad viewing experience, so works for me i managed to watch all of uh all of robotics notes through through funimation with an ad block so the sheer, yeah i'll give it a shot the sheer amount of ads they use is kind of crazy like it's more than like what normal like tv was it not the use. same for Crunchyroll when they when they run ads i don't I'm think sure it's it as bad but they're they both they both do run a lot of ads. Oh, well, now it's all owned by one company, so hey, wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so Best Drama went to Fruit Baskets, and I've watched season one, I have not watched season two, and I mean, it's a good, it's a good drama. I enjoy it. It's cute with the whole Zodiac children type of thing. Other than that, Great Pretender, I still think that's great, and Beastars is great as well. And I've seen, like, one episode of Somalia and the Forest Spirit, but I need to go back and finish that. And seeing yesterday for me, that was... That had a lot of good drama points, and I enjoyed that one a lot, actually. So, I'm kind of okay with this list. Though I feel like it could have possibly gone to Great Pretender or sing yesterday or even b stars but i think it just went to fruit, fruit baskets for its um uh, original and like the original showing of it and the popularity of the manga and everything oh shit so i wasn't the only one who thought this i thought this was going to be a spicy hot take because i too also felt that 
Fruits Basket took this win through fan vote and nostalgia alone. I say this because Sing Yesterday for Me was in the running, and that one was a well-written and actual relatable yes. drama about the monotony of adult life and desiring for the past, whereas Fruits Basket was romantic drama aimed to make people ugly cry. Uh, that being said, this <laughs> opinion doesn't actually come from any place of knowledge because I haven't seen either of them. I haven't had the time to. So if you want to send flame my way, I guess it's pretty well deserved. I will then proceed to watch these two shows just to reinforce if my opinion was right. <laughs> no, I mean, awesome. I, I've seen majority of Fruit Baskets. I'm going to finish it, but I've seen majority of it, and I've seen Seen Yesterday. I honestly, I thought Seen Yesterday is better. Like you said, I mean, it's just, it's well-written, and I'm not saying that Fruit Basket isn't, but it's just, it's just a rehash of the original story in a new animation. I'm sorry, but just because you're re-releasing it doesn't make it any better. But, oh well. We're going to be giving you all our Twitter po Twitter links and all that at the end. You can add us and everything. Whatever. It's fine. Oh, God. I don't want to watch my inbox blow up. All right. Best protagonist. Go for it, Psycho. Well, I mean, I, it's rehashing a lot of points from that I was mentioning with Best Girl. Because at the end of the day, you know... Uh, Life as a villainous, uh, as a show, pulls off the balancing act with its cast quite well, and it takes a well-written character like Katarina to complete that core cast. So it makes a lot of sense in my eyes that she won Best Protagonist, because she had to have been really well-written to not both fall behind, but then overshadow the competition that was presented in Villainous. No, I mean, it was done really well. Like you just said, like, she didn't, like, overshadow him, and I feel like she meshed real well with all the characters in it. Like, yeah, she is the protagonist. She's the main character, but still, she... The way that they designed it was everyone was still, like, just as important as her. So I enjoyed that. Um, I will say... Still, I haven't watched uh, Decadence, so I can't say anything about that. Jujutsu Kaisen, Yuji Ijidori is great in it. Um, or we talked about Hinata from Haiku, great character. Oh yeah, but I do have contention with once again Anna's Voldigo. I don't yes. understand why he's on these lists. No, he. Where is it? Look, uh, I'm looking for it for best boy. And I no, wrote it down honestly, in the best boy section. I'm really surprised that Lagoshi's not on best protagonist from B Stars, and even then they have Haiku. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're not picking any of the animes that's, like, the long-running or, like, the, um... Like, how One Piece or, let's say, even Demon... Not Demon Slayer, Black Clover. Because I was thinking, like, Best Protagonist. I mean, Asta was great this past year, pretty much. But... I, I think they consider them not based on still-running animes with characters, but the mm -hmm. year that they came out. Because with uh, especially with Shonen, because those characters do will inevitably evolve over the long periods, it's not fair to say that he's a great character if he wasn't the same a year ago. 
Agree, disagree? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So. I agree. Go to bed. But to back bed. to my point with Anos being on this list. Anos doesn't really embody the idea of a best pro tag, considering he's A, the standard power fantasy pro tag, meaning he doesn't experience growth as there are no trials no. he legitimately struggles with. You know, the, the I like his character, but to say that he ranks up there with the likes of, like, Katarina or an actual traditional, you know, shonen character like Yuji Tadori, uh, Yuji Tadori is a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. No, because, I mean, Yuji actually, like, grows in the, the anime. You see him yeah. start with, like, not understanding how curse power works, and now, at the point that we're at right now, like, he's learning how to, like, actually use it legitly, like, to make some powerful hits so it's like it's cool like watching the character grow but like like you just said on his political he didn't do anything as far as growth he's just like nah bro i'm god deal basically there. he was he was the same from the beginning to the end yes <clears throat> and the no, only 100%. noticeable thing about him was that he was just a smart ass <laughs> yes because he knew who he was <laughs> Yes, it's a well-deserved smartass, as I've said previously. But he's still a smartass, and that in itself is not an embodiment of a great character. He's just someone who can quip. That's the equivalent of a Marvel hero. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Hey, I love me Marvel. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love my Marvel, but to say that they're fantastic characters based on the fact that they can quip is not fair. Because every every pro tag gets their chance to quip in their moves. True. True. <laughs> All right. Best antagonist. I don't agree with this. I don't. Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Sukana Roman or Roman Sukana. That's the curse spirit energy. That's the curse demon, whatever, that is now living inside of Yuji Itadori. Yeah, I don't get why it's not Rachel. I, I, one day I logged onto the internet to see what was going on and apparently the newest episode had set the internet on fire and everyone was calling Rachel a hoe dude she's a bitch fuck that hoe yes <laughs> honestly Rachel fuck that hoe like, everybody was like why are you simping for so hard for her bro look what she's doing to you stop and I was just like, oh, God, something's going on in this anime right now. What, what was it? What was it that I was like, no, nah, fuck that hoe from one of the animes we recently watched. What was it? What was that? Who was it? Can y'all remember? I was like, some anime we recently watched, I was just like so against one of the female characters. Well, there's either Rent-A-Girlfriend with Mommy. No, no, no. It's one of the ones we reviewed. Shield Hero with What's-Her-Face. Nah, you're talking about bitch. Bitch, bitch is bitch. <laughs> bitch is bitch. Uh, like it, it's one of the ones we recently reviewed. Was it K? No, it's not K. Um, and everyone was like totally like against me for my view on this character. Wait, what comes to mind? Because we did Konosuba, and then Konosuba. before that we did... I know, yeah, so it's not going to And then the one before that was, um, what was the one we did before that? God damn, why is our, our memory shit? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't really remember what we think. I don't think it was Darwin's game. 
I, I feel like we need any to, character from Darn's game that put out these like that about videos <laughs> quicker so we can refer to them. Wasn't it wasn't anime? On the drop it was the, the chick dime. from Drop. Oh, it was the chick from Drop. Yes, thank you, Josh. Yes. No, I'm sorry. So you know how I was like, "Fuck that bitch," from Drop. Nah, Rachel takes the cake. Like she is honestly on the top of my list of "fuck that bitch." Then it's the girl from Drop. I but, mean, we disagreed just because she had a right to say no. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Yes, I know, but I'm just like still like, eh, whatever. I, I, I Either way. It's fair to compare <laughs> Rachel to the girl from Drop. It's not a fair comparison. For <laughs> 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 context, audience. <laughs> John's talking about Drop, which was a movie we'd reviewed, and in the movie, the the main girl rejects, like, the main dude, and so ever since then, Sean's been saying, fuck that bitch, but what Rachel's doing to, you know, the main protag here is, it's a lot worse, it's a lot worse. She literally sent the man to die, like, literally pushed him off so he can go so, die, so, yeah, no, Rachel, she's at the top, the girl from Drop. You know what? Fine. I'm bringing her way down. Way down. But she's you know, still on my list. You know, I don't at care. this point, I, I want to force Sean to watch Redo of a Healer just so we can have the girl. No, I'm, I'm watching it. Place. I'm watching it. Don't worry. I'm watching it. I'm hating myself watching it. <laughs> All right. Listen, so, you got to distance yourself from it. You know? You know what I mean? To enjoy it, you have yes. to accept the fact that what you're watching is hot fire garbage, but it will not affect you in any way. Yes. Um, so anyways, yes, for best of a healer best... is the hentai that got an anime. Yes. <laughs> that's not right. Uh, well, it's the so hentai that's being aired. It's the soft core hentai. Let's put it that way. Cause there's a lot of sex, but you don't see any of the sex. Soft core. Eh, not the uncensored <laughs> version. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, all right. So best antagonist. Um, I don't see Echidna as a villain in it, really. Or yeah, I also a, disagree with that one. An anti-character. Because, like, really, she just wants the knowledge. An anti-character. That's her whole thing. And not a character? <laughs> My bad. You know what I mean? Like, the, uh, the anti to our protagonist. I mean, obviously, it's antagonist, um, but I'm just saying. Well, I know. mean, if you want to go by that definition, she technically does get in the way of his goals. But yeah, but she's like she's... saying that I'll help you. Just the only thing I want is your experiences. That's her big thing. Like she wants the knowledge and everything that he's experienced. All these deaths, she wants that feeling. She wants to know how it was. Once again, I don't quite understand the context because I've yet to watch it. And from what I understand, you know, when it ends, I'm gonna binge the shit out of it. But from what I understand is. Fair. Is that you know at the end of the day she's still in Subaru's way so for Crunchyroll to label her as an antagonist isn't incorrect but I feel that Roswald should have made this list from what I've yes. heard yes I think so but I think not a kid no the only problem with Roswald is that he was technically becoming an antagonist in twenty twenty one that's uh, true that makes sense yeah. those, that just, it never that just got revealed like recently. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. Okay, so, so they were just saving it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I feel like they could have put somebody else up then, because 
Ekinger wasn't really like yeah, but no. it's, yeah, it's like to say Echidna. It's hard because it it's not wrong that she has her own motivations and that they may co conflict with Subarus, but it's just it's a hard mm -hmm. sell. It's a hard sell. No, definitely. They, yeah. I it's think like what I like honestly, to call like chaotic neutral. You know. Yeah. I mean? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. If anything, I'm sorry, but I think Overhaul or Rachel should have won this. I just don't see uh, Sukuna as the uh, best antagonist because he's just there, and technically he does actually help the main character. He literally saves the main character at one point. So, so I guess this eh. is another point that we gotta save for our final conclusions for this ceremony. So let's get to anime of the year then. So anime cap this off properly. Of and the what year. you know. Jujutsu Kaisen. And surprise, surprise runners up are Izuken, Dorido, Great Pretender, Abare Raman, and Beastars. And I'm kind of surprised that they have Anime of the Year, Abare Raman, when they barely even had them for any nominations. Yeah, they didn't even nominate them for great character designs. There were great character designs. <laughs> yeah. What the balls, Ferris? You can't you can't pretend that you're gonna show them some love here and then like completely shaft them just about everywhere else. <laughs> yes. But I will say Jujutsu Kaisen, it was good, but I think for the amount of episodes that they actually put out in twenty twenty, I don't think it deserved anime of the anime of the year. That's just my hot take. Bad. My problem is I haven't seen just about every one of them, uh, ones put up for a runner-up. I haven't even watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I haven't honest. seen any of these. <laughs> so, I don't have an opinion on whether it deserved it or not. But... Dorohedoro was good, but it didn't... I mean, I'm sorry, I think the ending kind of fell a little flat for the first season, or if they're going to do another season, hopefully. Uh, Beastars was good from pretty much start to finish. Had a little bit of slow points. But the ending was good. And Great Pretender, the ending fell pretty flat, but everything leading up to it was pretty, like, pretty good. Izukin was just, like, flat point pretty much throughout the entire thing, so... I don't know. I think, honestly, Great Pretender, Dorohedoro, or Beastars should have been anime of the year. If we're just talking about from their runner-up. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Great Pretender. Had a lot of style. Had a lot of substance. Great writing. Uh, great yes. voice acting. Great visuals. So, It was it was an overall strong anime. Mm-hmm. Definitely would have been my pick. But, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add to this, Dan? Uh, not really, because, I mean, I don't really know what to say about anime of the year. Like, I I don't think some of the ones that I have watched, I can't compare with the things that I have watched to the things that were runner-ups or the actual winner, because I haven't seen any of the things that are in the runner-up list or the, or the winner itself. I've been meaning to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. 
Tony Kawa should have won because it was the cutest shit all year. All right, there you go. Hot take. Post that shit on Twitter everywhere. All right. I, I really, I will say, I really did enjoy Tony Kawa, but I don't know. I think for anime of the year, the, people just really no, want like no, the good action and good like dialogue. That that brings back to the that brings me to this point about what we're looking at for this. Does this is just the a rehash of the year that my hero won everything? <laughs> well, the thing oh, is, from, like, uh, is it just me? Year. I think. Well, is it just me? <laughs> from what I've seen, My Hero is like an entry level anime because like a lot of people who have never really seen anime have been told to watch that, or people who have been. That's from what I've seen. Yeah. Like a lot of people I know don't watch anime but watch My Hero, and that's pro- and they probably went to go vote and they just put My Hero, My Hero, My Hero. So they won. What I mean by what I mean by that year that the anime awards happened and they announced My Hero winning everything was that it was problematic. Because that was a strong year that My Hero won everything, and for it to claim everything felt very, felt very uh, careless on Crunchyroll's part. There was a lot of outrage at the fact that it won everything, because it felt very much fan-controlled. Because mm-hmm. as Dan said, it was the easiest one to get into, and hence a lot of people watched it. There was a lot of love for it. There's a lot of people who had never seen any of the other animes or never watched any other anime in general, most likely. Like, so for 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 fan vote to have taken over that year for My Hero to claim everything when there were a lot more better animes for those categories that it won, it it didn't feel fair. And so, you know, seeing Jujutsu Kaisen win everything again this year and how we've had a few complaints with some of the categories it's one you know are we seeing a rehash is this what's going on with this year has Crunchyroll learned anything (laughs) yeah I'm gonna say no because I mean it's really just aimed at the big shonen that they have out right now or their main like and it's not even a shonen it's a senin really but I mean it's aimed at their biggest thing yeah because right now, Jujutsu Kaisen is probably like real high up on the popularity, and obviously it shows with their awards. So what would we say is the final verdict from the caffeinated weeds? A little corner here. Are we okay with the award show? Are we feeling great? Feeling disappointed? What's our final verdict? I'm all right with it. Like. Yeah, it's pretty alright with it. Yeah, that's that's all I gotta say. <laughs> There's a lot of things that could have been better picks. I will say, I'm glad that they're not just looking at the enemies that they showed, and that they're actually looking at everything that came out as a whole. I think that's really good of them to actually do that. Um, and to actually have some of the things that came out from other companies or other streaming services actually win. I think that's really good on their part um but I think that a lot of their originals were still too high up on these lists like Tower of God and uh, God of High School hmm 
That's hmm. my take. I, I just don't have much of a take because I haven't seen a lot of the stuff that was put in this year. <laughs> I'd I'd have to say that I'm pretty okay with this list. They got you know they got some of my favorites, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, overall, given the context of this year, seeing as this has been the worst of the pandemic that we've seen, it makes sense that in a year where anime was probably at its weakest that we've seen in recent times, that uh, Thanks, some COVID. of these titles kind of took the show, because really, there just wasn't a lot of competition this year. No. So... Hopefully, with 2021 coming, we're going to see, with all these announcements and stuff for both anime that is coming out in 2021 and stuff coming out in 2022, you know, that we see a lot more comp- fierce competition Wait, in the list. Shit, dude. We get you know what's not even date. nominated on anything? What up? Dude, one of the, like, the funniest animes from this year, from this past year. Interspecies Reviewers. need to take a lap for that one i'll make sure to go take a lap after i finish uh the closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. So that was it? That, that was your whole gag you were waiting for? I just thought about it right now. Like, bro, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it was but that was actually pretty funny. Too. Yeah. It's just on the tip of your tongue. Cool. Yep. All, All right. right. So that is our final yeah. thoughts then on that note. That, that is our final thoughts, yes. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, this has been the Caffeine's Podcast. Um, we're going to be tossing in this episode pretty much, it's coming out this Wednesday. It's going to go out right away because we're having a little bit of technical technical difficulties due to the weather and everything that happened here in Texas. So we're waiting for one of our guys to get back. Um, He's still without power. So this episode's coming out this Wednesday uh, instead of Konosuba Part 2, like it how it should have been out last week. But again, due to the weather and everything, we had to push it back. Anyways, this has been the Cafe Movies Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shawnee095. I'm, uh, shit, I'm doing it out of order. Uh, yeah, you are. I'm doing everything out of order. Uh, shit, let's we do did the outro so well. first, then. We're already started. Let's keep it going. All right. Shawnee095, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter. Damn it. I'm, I'm DanbyTV. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. <laughs> and I'm done with Sean. I mean, uh, Psychometry with three Ys. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at the same handle. Yes, and Sathu, thank you for the follow earlier, and yes, thank you for being here, dude. It's you've made a make good sure little, to mention I'm here. Some okay. hot takes. You've had some hot Man takes. Shooting his shot. Um, anyways, where can you find us on YouTube, Psycho? You can find us at Caffeinated Weebs. Hell yeah, Dan. What's our Twitter? At Weebs Podcast. I edit some of the videos. Yes, Psycho is one of our editors. Thank you. You help out a lot. You really do. We should be seeing episode 19. Yes. Soon Um, on the the channel. So look forward to that. 
Dan, what is our Twitch? Where can you find us live? Twitch.tv slash caffeinated weebs podcast, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where you can watch and... me take a lap from Sean's comment. <laughs> yes. It's like, do you happen to know our Reddit? Hmm. It'd be r slash caffeinated weebs podcast. I need to double check that one. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> Let's see. If... Yeah, Josh usually does this one. Yeah, he does. Nah, it's just caffeinated weebs. R slash caffeinated weebs. I'm so close. So close. So close. Uh, they're and all you so can... different. <laughs> I yeah. know, dude. I know. There's slight differences, man. You can drop. Uh, like different things there you can talk to us you can talk about the episodes you can give us some info information some topic ideas because we like to do topics between episodes and everything so it helps to keep things fresh you know r slash hentai <laughs> and you can also listen to us on any podcast format and when i say any i mean these eight anchor breaker google podcast apple podcast overcast pocket cast radio public and spotify just look up caffeine Weeps podcast and if you ever listen to us on anchor you can actually leave us a message and we can reply to it so food for thought once again y'all have a go and this was the anime awards discussion from crunchyroll Boo, and this is the caffeine Weeps podcast <laughs> see you later Bye-bye. <laughs>